0: hey what's going on guys big duke here third member of the legendary group the Hogsman, and uh calling to tell you a, a quick story about the events that are that have been going on recently so uh i was driving out there from my house in uh, beautiful northeastern pennsylvania and i uh, was making great time but right around new mexico I was, uh, I was getting a little hungry i ran out of food here in the car so uh, I pulled over and uh, ironically, the only place to eat in this godforsaken town that I was in in New Mexico was a, uh, unfortunately a Raising Cane's. Fast forward to an hour later and I'm vomiting um, out of both ends, put it that way. And uh, my body was hurting. Long story short, I won't be there for the podcast today, so I'm sorry once again and uh oh yeah. Fuck Fuck raising pain.
1: And now for the moment that you've all been waiting for, from the land of the rising sun to just north of the border, strong style meets street style on this very podcast. Because you're listening to the Saitama Saint, the Osaka Superstar, the mad titan of Tokyo, the American Kaiju. But double your pleasure, double your fun, because today you get two hogsmen for the price of one. The hombre with no nombre, mi hermano from another mamo. He's the world's greatest Rudo, el numero uno.
2: That's right. You're listening to two of the three Hogsmen. Big Duke, unfortunately, couldn't make it tonight. Uh, He wasn't feeling good, couldn't make the drive. Uh, But tonight it is Monday night. February 24th, we just got done with character and promo class with Devin Sparks, and uh, I had to take over for cardio duty, the cardio class. Uh, we are missing one of our uh, our regulars on here, uh, SoCal, uh, SoCal Redneck, ain't feeling good, Hunter Freeman.
1: Yeah, the human coronavirus. <laughs> he was unemployed last weekend until he ended up on a show with us out in Arizona. He's fine the second we pick him up, and then... By the middle of the show, he looks like death. He's got a literal, he looks like the incarnation of, of uh, the Grim Reaper. He's got his hoodie up over his head. He's sniffling. He's like literally dripping snot out his nose. Like he could not contain it. It was falling to the floor from his nose. It looked like uh, one of those spelunkers going down the nose of uh, Mount Rushmore, trying to chisel uh-huh, away. Uh-huh. Um, sleeps in the car the whole ride back. Terrible, terrible etiquette. Terrible road etiquette. Grabs himself some Diamatap and sleeps for six hours what on the you, way What'd you home. dub him as?
2: What's that? Would you dub him the as? The human
1: coronavirus?
2: No, no, on the What's right. That? The dime tap Kid.
1: The Dima tap Kid. That's right. Dima tap Kid. He's, but to be honest, I mean, you'll, it's, it's going to sound exactly the same. Yeah. The podcast, they'll sound exactly the same.
2: But anyways, so Hunter's not going to make it, but fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> we got somebody else in studio. Uh, old friend of wrestling. My wrestling friend uh
3: his wrestling friend too yeah yeah my
1: older than you
2: yeah. And uh this is uh big daddy Destro
1: oof Christopher <laughs> Terry what up dude? what up what was the oof on big Daddy Destro is that your least favorite incarnation or i mean
3: something about the name i just it just <laughs> i mean it was like my by far my most successful yeah a Gimmick yeah. out of like eight million that I did that stuck the longest. But I liked all of them.
1: I was a fan were, of all of them. You had a, well,
3: that, it's not it's not that you didn't you know. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I liked them. People liked them. Promoters never liked them uh, for one reason or another. Whatever. I because when I when I
2: broke in at SoCal Pro, you were Big Daddy Destro. Yeah, and then you you just shortened that to Destro later down the road, right? I like that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> but
2: but he, well, he, what was cool
3: about him? You started kind of the purge thing early, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was kind of a. Uh, I mean, I don't really like those movies, but I thought it was like a cool, uh, like visual, yeah. you know. And also, too, as SoCal Pro taking advantage of the screen and all that. Mm-hmm. Like, I was really trying to work that
1: for anyone that hasn't seen you. Explain the intro. Explain the purge intro for you.
3: It would so it would play like a countdown right? I'm trying to remember. It's Pretty been a entrance. while. Yeah. yeah I've had like a countdown and like the, if you've ever seen the purge movie, it has like this warning, this yeah. warning, um, uh, what's it called a warning, uh, like uh, recording that goes out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Warning siren. It has like uh, a recording that plays, public, uh,
2: public announcement. Or something. That's what it yeah, is. Yeah, public yeah. service
3: announcement warning everyone. Hey, the purge is about to start and it has all these noises. And then, then it goes dark and then my video, my music starts to play. And I have like light up mask and Dude, it was sick. And I hand painted yeah, like good. my, 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 my jackets and stuff. It was so sick. It, it
1: was, was really good. it was, um, I mean, it was some of the best entertainment value from an entrance that in Southern California, at least, I mean, I don't know about outside the state, but some people, we just did the show this weekend. The guy was wearing a purge mask and did yeah. something similar, but that was the first time I'd seen it. I thought that was awesome.
3: Yeah. And I, I try to stay away from the actual like purge mask type of stuff yeah. and try to like customize my own. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I did that so I didn't have to work as hard on the ring. <laughs> and it worked. Amen. You were uh
2: probably the only guy at that time at SoCal Pro that was using taking full advantage of like shutting the lights off. Yeah. You know, having the screen, the 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 intro that was really like kind of like a big time entrance that people knew like, oh shit, Destro's coming out.
3: Well, yeah, I mean, come on, man. I mean, you got you know you know what I mean? Like I spent time in Hollywood, you gotta yeah. you gotta use that production value. But I saw I saw something there. To utilize to try to elevate not only myself, but the show to make it look like, oh man, this is a big deal. Like, if you see that over other promotions, I feel like people in the crowd are gonna be like, that's unique. This is cool. This is better than other shows that just have. Oh, guys walking back from the bathroom entranceway or whatever, you know, well, which, which, it was, which a li- was me,
1: <laughs> but it was a legit <laughs> attraction.
2: Like it was
3: an attraction yeah, when you yeah. pay
1: your ticket and you do all. You got know, Everyone's wrestling. They got their music and stuff. And then all of a sudden your music hit and you're like, oh, shit, something different's about to happen. By the way, um, drinking beers right now. Pub beer from Ted Barrel. Um, thanks again, guys, for hooking us up for the show.
2: Cheap fun beer. What's up?
1: Cheap fun beer. Uh, that beer you just heard pop. That was producer Ted. Uh, hey, thanks again for for keeping the show legit and uh, and helping us out and. We're going to keep this on record. We're, we're not paying you. We're not going to see any invoices coming from you down the line for, you know, when this thing takes off. I feel off. like he's got invoices somewhere. I know it's he gonna, does. He's going to show up eventually.
2: I
4: got templates. Let's just <laughs> put
1: it that way. <laughs> he's talking about getting more microphones in here, and me and Mike look at each other
3: like, all right, man, this is, uh... Yeah. I mean,
1: I was, enough. Enough.
3: I was promised I a booking fee, so what's up with that?
4: Dad, <laughs> <laughs> you got that money? I'm not the executive producer. I'm just the producer. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I've got to talk to somebody else. Yeah, no, I'll take it in PUB Beer. That'll work. <laughs> but uh
2: yeah, so uh Hunter got sick. He, he he actually ended up getting booked out in Arizona with us at AWF. So that was the long we had a long weekend, Dev. Yeah. And it was just it was one, day, days, yeah. one day, basically. One
1: day. I'm gonna give you you Rather real quick. We may have done this before. Would you rather uh wrestle every weekend out in Arizona? So you're looking at six hours each five and a half, five, six hours each way. Mm-hmm. Or do the shows we did last week where we are up in LA but it was 4 hours to get there uh probably the LA cuz the, the shot back is a, is just like yeah, an hour and a true. half so yeah that's just ridiculous when you see it you can see it on a map you're like oh we're right there and the it takes 4 hours to get there it's nuts and it's not like anything even like like we had
2: like a something to talk about uh mm-hmm. when we went up to LA you know like you and I just kind of arguing over shit mm-hmm. like this trip is just kind of like you just drive man cuz it's all open the road is open but it's just so long, dude. And then eventually you're just talking about nothing and you just get into conversations about like, I, I had to, I had to tell you about, uh, we got into the conversation about Lars Sullivan. Oh <laughs> you know? man. Oh, I got a story for you. So we got into a, 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 the Devin didn't know about the, I Lars Sullivan I had no idea.
1: Bruh. That that's brand new to me. So
2: he's like, what? And I'm like, no, he, he, he did like gay for pay. And Devin's like, no way. And I'm like, yeah, I showed him the video. I showed him just like the opening, like where they're talking. The funniest shit I've ever seen. It didn't in my even life. look like him. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Because the up. guy looks like Shrek. <laughs> you had the video? It's on Twitter. It's, <laughs> oh, on, it's I, on Twitter. I didn't get that. Like I mi- don't know. I didn't get that it's, far. It's like a minute of like the intro, like them talking. To it's, yeah. a f- I, I, it's so funny for some reason. I don't know. I, I, I can't I can't describe it. He looked like
1: him. a normal guy, I thought, though. Yeah. Like in that. Because I, when I saw him wrestling, he looked kind of Shrekish. Well, he's he obviously like put on some weight
2: and yeah, like, okay. shaved his head and all that stuff. But, uh, and then that like turned into like Dev and I like wondering like, hey, how much would you would it, would it be for you to blow a guy? And it's like, I don't know, man. It's like here's spoiler. Alert. It's gonna be a lot, guys. <laughs> you
1: know, like, like that's like literally the conversation yeah, yeah. like the
2: whole the whole trip, man. So, but anyways, yeah, we went out to. Wait, um, that
1: wasn't the conversation the whole trip. It was a lot of it. Yeah, it was just a lot of it. Hunter's number was really low. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that doesn't surprise a me. i did I get a handshake? But, but uh, oh, and then we uh, we decided that we so. Uh, if anybody's uh, ever seen uh, Devin do singles, uh, comp- uh, wrestling. Um, the thing we do. He, uh, he comes out to the uh, Real American, the Hulk Hogan oh, music. Yeah.
1: So maybe I'll send you the clip. Hopefully you can play it. So my theme song is I come out to Hogan's Real American, but I had a guy record new lyrics to it. So it's, I'm a real American kaiju. And then the rest of it is all in Japanese. So it's, I am a real American kaiju that fights for every man. And then the rest of it's in Japanese. It's awesome. It's it's incredible, and people love it. We were talking about, because we were trying to come up with music for the Hogsman. We had a, our some of our matches pulled online because we were using ACDC yep. for big balls. And go ahead. Well, I don't even know if this would work either because
2: we'd probably get it pulled also. But we were like, why don't we come out to the, NWA, the NWO music? <laughs> And, but we just we gotta like you know like N W like be like for 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 life and like all that stuff. But we just say stuff over it, you know, like stupid stuff like
3: tackle drop down. <laughs> drop I'm with down you. But you know you gotta have you gotta have someone instead of like the actual music. Yeah, have them just in the background, like just doing it with their mouths, <laughs> like.
2: Fuck, tag team triple threats. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: fuck triple threats in general. I'd be dude. happy to never do one of
1: those again. Devin
2: emailed Colt Cabana, <laughs> <laughs> just like stupid shit. Like where it's just like, what the fuck? But it'd be sick, dude. I mean, everybody else, everybody else steals it from it. You know, they from recording studio, mass, dude. So. Oh yeah, right. let's do it. There we go.
1: Well, Casey over at Zealot, uh, had mixed, he's the one who makes my music before. He can mix it again too. But we got producer Ted on it, so who knows. Well, I'm oh. saying you
4: can come record the voiceover and then we send it to your boy.
1: Couldn't we just do it here in the studio? Probably. And then we could, and then you do it all in post? True, but it wouldn't sound as good. Oh, okay. Uh,
2: but yeah, so, anyways, uh, we didn't get, I, what time did you get, you get to bed, uh, Sunday morning? Dude,
1: 4 a.m. Yeah, it sucks, man. And that was with the time change.
2: Yeah, yeah. And then, uh, did you catch any of the XFL on Sunday? No. Uh,
1: maybe like 20 minutes. Yeah, it was a blowout. blowout. I can't watch a blowout. I watched boring. it a little bit. Do you have a team yet for the XFL? I mean, I was going to say the Wildcats because they're in L.A. and I want they're running the same stadium that the Chargers did mm-hmm. and fuck the Chargers. So I want them to like sell out that stadium with XFL fans. I think that'd be hilarious to have sellouts for the XFL when the Chargers couldn't do it. Mm. Yeah. That's all I got.
3: Yeah, you guys are such marks. I know. For the XFL, yeah, because oh. you know you wouldn't be watching that unless it was Vince McMahon.
1: Like, no, I love it. I was
2: all about what the GF. GF. Huh? I'm not. I'm not. I, I, to me, it's like whatever. What I do love is that their uh, their kickoff rule. I think, oh, cool. I think the NFL might adopt that down the. Down I think the they road. will. Could, so they don't have like a full blown sprint, right? They have the the kicking team has to wait for the uh, receiving team to catch it, and then they're only what twenty yards away from each other.
4: No, it's like five. The receiving from the kicking team, I thought it was yeah, like it's pretty it's close. Really and so, close. Yeah, so
2: they can't go until
1: the guy catches it. So instead of
2: starting from here and running like that, it's like from here. And then they like, you know, yeah, they, so they the blocking's
1: a little better. And it's all right, they, the they, they just had a guy, guy right. running back for a touchdown,
3: yeah, uh, this weekend. So the way he explained it with his hands works better for me because I don't yeah. watch yeah. sports. Yeah. Mm. So well, that, that made sense though.
1: <laughs> you're a visual guy, you said that you were in Hollywood for a bit. Tell us, tell everyone yeah. what we did.
3: Um, well, I did visual effects. He worked on the so, movies. Yeah. Um, made people look good. Made Robert Downey Jr. Look younger, <laughs> but I worked on like, uh, Pacific Rim, the, the first Avengers movie, um, the Wolverine, Iron Man three, Thor, the dark world. I have like 20 something movies I worked on. It just you, sucked uh, my life up
2: though. <laughs> I, that was when I first started wrestling. You had that job. Cause people were yeah. like, yeah, Chris, uh, that's what he does. And it, it, it it was very time consuming for you. I know that.
3: Yeah. And then like, it was hard, man. I mean, even trying to fit wrestling in there, that's kind of why I just ended up just wrestling only for SoCal pro. Mm-hmm. It was the only one I could ever fit in, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but we also tried to play up like the Hollywood that, that was like the whole big daddy Destro. Mm. So kind of rewinded back to that. Um, the Destro name came up because Duke was my tag team partner and his name was going to be big Duke. And I was like, uh Destro. Like Destro and Duke from G.I. Joe. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Uh, I, I didn't even catch that, that. Yeah. Um, and then the damage control name is actually the name of a comic book. Or oh, really? Marvel comic book, yeah. Uh, but Did so you guys, And you guys came out with the damage plan? No, no, dude. Um we guys came in like, what was it, Tech Nine? Like yeah. Yeah, that. that was before my days. Yeah.
2: Um But I heard I heard you guys were trying to be heal and then you learned that when you only do cool tag team power slams and all that kind of stuff you get over <laughs> with the crowd pretty much I mean we would just we're not,
3: we, we, we would just beat the shit out of people
2: which like, tends to get
3: over well <laughs> yeah back yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, back when uh they were doing stuff with NWA uh, or whatever it was they had some kind of I yeah, forget NWA. what their relationship was and like yeah. Adam Pierce was there a lot they would have like dark matches, and when the dark matches were shitty, they would send us out and just that's end awesome. like in the middle of their matches and just beat the shit out of them, and make them end it. Dude, that's awesome. I was just telling the guys today. I think it was, was it the American Wolves. Maybe you know. Uh, it was either I think it, I think it was because they're doing that at Ring of Honor. Yeah, and Ring I of think honor. that's what because Adam was the Booker then. Right. Yeah. So they do a local
1: dark match. They would let the local guys come in and get a shot, and get your shine over in front of the local crowd, and they give you a time limit. If you go over. <laughs> The fuck out of the ring, man. They'd send someone in to take care of you. Yeah,
3: in most of our cases, people weren't going over the time limit. They were just shitty. So we were just trying to, you know, make pop the crowd or whatever. And it it. it got us over. Um, One of the other big things. uh, One of the other big things that got us over and poor Jonathan. This is before he became a part of uh, Jonathan Araujo became a part of big part of SoCal Pro. Um, I punched him because (laughs) so 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 Duke. Was telling me, "Hey, I did this match at the school, and uh, these dudes were like threatening me or whatever." And then, so we're we're doing a, one of the big gym shows, and he goes, "They're here, the guys that were threatening me, like threatening to kick my ass in the parking lot." And I was like, "Oh, I that's not going to stand, like no way." So I said, "Who is it?" When we're coming when we're coming out coming out for our match, and he goes, "The dudes right there." So I went up to him and I I was talking shit. I don't know. I was instigating. That's very uncharacteristic so, of you. Yeah, <laughs> go figure, right? So, uh, Jonathan gets up and he's like talking shit, and it's like whatever, and I'm like, yeah, blah blah blah. Wait, Jonathan's talking shit to you? Yes. <laughs> and, and this is be- this is like way before he you know he yeah, got involved. Yeah. So confused. And then um, his friend was like behind him, thought he was a badass, <laughs> and then pushed me, and I'm like, well, I got a, I got a decision to make. I could let that go and look like. We could look like punk ass bitches in front of all these people. And we're supposed to be like the most badass heels they have. Or I could punch this dude. Gotta save face. Punched him right in his face. Wasn't a very good punch. My my thumb hurt <laughs> after. But man, that crowd went crazy. Damn. The booker, the promoter, was so pissed. Who, who was that for? It was for SoCal Pro.
1: Oh.
3: Oh. Um. So he was pissed and like had someone come out there we couldn't even do our match oh reamed us out Pierce was there was like yo you should have pulled him over the guardrail and beat the shit out of him I was like well I wouldn't try to do all that but but dude we had crazy heat that night so we they moved our match
1: to the main event to the main event obviously
3: I mean (laughs) right so ever since then it was like we just had that like people were just into us like in a in the heat way like I wanna say we're like on Legion of Doom status because we were never that good, mm. but like that's how it felt. It was like, man, we can never lose. Like we can't ever lose. <laughs> Someone well, ruined that though, but we'll go on that. Well, later. You, were, you were about. We, I mean, before we
1: started recording, you were about to bury
3: Duke. Oh, what,
1: what were you were about to say about that. That
3: was actually that's actually good timing because what I was saying <laughs> the day we lost mm. was because uh, that promoter came up to me and goes. Hey, you guys are dropping the belts tonight. And we had the championship. I don't think it was even that long. Um, and he goes, he goes, So you dropping the belts tonight. I'm like, okay. He goes, nothing you did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, okay. Uh, so what's going on? Oh, I don't like Duke's attitude. He had a bad attitude. Damn it! You know, it's very, I, very uncharacteristic for Dan. In this hey.
2: motherfucker,
1: yeah. right, look at this is what I We got He never makes the podcast. He never makes the shows. I mean, I'm starting to think. I'm starting to buy into this bad attitude thing.
3: I mean, yeah. he tried to get booked at my wedding, and I was like, <clears throat> oh, "That's right. You gotta, <clears throat> you gotta get your own flight out here, buddy." And he got a little problem with that. So, Damn. but uh. I mean, that was, so I think that was when we broke up too. We were just like, well, we can't be attacking me if we, if we, I think we lost like one other time and we broke up. But and, you weren't doing the purge thing yet. No, no, okay. no. So after that. So it helped. Um, it did. So I was still, so he became face mm. because out of the two of us, he had to be, he was, he wanted, he, you know, whenever we had a match, he was doing well, all he the wasn't spots anyway. not fans either. No. <laughs> so I had to be, you know, I, it's easier for me to be a heel. I don't like people. Um, <laughs> and, uh. Yes. No, I, it's it's way better. It's mo- so much more fun being a heel. It is, man. Especially like, this can be an unpopular thing to say, but I don't really care for fans all that much. Like I I enjoy like the, the inner, like the, the booming and stuff like at that point, but I don't want to be your friend. I don't want to talk to you after. I don't want to be friends with you on Facebook. I don't want to do all that. If I'm a heel, I don't want to, I don't want you to come up to me and be like, oh, good man. like, F- fuck you. <laughs> I don't give a shit what you think. Like, Whatever. Um, so that, that worked in my favor because I genuinely hate people.
1: Nice. I agree. Except when I don't, which is right now. I'm going to take a timeout here. Um, fans, uh, you can get a Hogsman shirt <laughs> at prowrestlingtees.com. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's backslash American Kaiju. Something right now, it's like only that. on the American Kaiju page, but eventually we'll get a Hogsman tag team page up, Something. and you can get it there. So uh, Hogsman t-shirt, support the podcast, support me and Mike, and I guess Duke. Uh, he gets a cut. He gets a cut. Our boy uh, Hunter is trying to be a hogsman. He even posted on... There's another thing I wanted to promote. Wrestling Calendar. I don't know if you've heard of this yet. Wrestling Calendar is a website that allows you to post your dates. Post your dates on the calendar there. Uh, allows companies and promotions to post their dates. You can get bookings on there. It's fucking awesome, man. I think it's actually going to take off. It's, it's still building right now, but I would check it out. Uh, but he posted on there as part of his bio that he's one-fourth of the hogsman... He initiated himself, apparently. Which is bullshit. There's only three hogsmen. <laughs> There's three hogsmen. Uh and uh So wrestle wrestling uh, wrestle calendar,
2: can we edit that please?
1: Yeah, can you uh wrestling calendar we actually know the guy over there? Can you please go in, edit his bio, take out one fourth of the Hogsman and put fucking poser in there or something? <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is his mom listens to this podcast and she doesn't like my cursing.
3: Hi, Miss Freeman. Hello, hello, hey, how's it going? Ooh. Anyway, back to you. Yeah. Uh, so just a, just a quick note. I actually don't hate people. Well, <laughs> I do like people a lot. But, but wrestling-wise, when I'm a heel, it's like I got to be a heel. You well, know what I, I mean?
2: I tell this to, to newer guys. Um, if you are going to be the heel character, you have to go out there in the, with the mindset of – obviously, when you hit the curtains, with a mindset, I, I don't like these people. I don't like these fans. You know, you really have to kind of get into that and, and think like, I don't, I don't give a fuck what you think. I hate you all. I don't give a damn. I don't care about your cheers. So, you know, I, I get what you're saying is, yeah. you have to have that mindset when you go out there, like I'm not here to, to entertain you. Um, I mean, only to, to, to a mean, certain extent, to a certain extent. But yeah, there's some guys that can't do that. They can't like, uh, you know, they, they can't accept being booed and not liked. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I know what you're saying on that.
1: I just want to pull the room here real quick. I have a question. <clears throat> so there, this is very divisive amongst wrestlers, especially in my circle, even that I talk to um, as far as heels nowadays, right? Is, is it appropriate to have merch? Yes or no? What do you guys think?
2: I
3: mean, yes, it is. <sighs> oh no! Um, I don't have a problem with that because I feel like you guys got to make money. You know what I mean? Like that's part of that's part of the work, right? Yeah. Just have something you can make money off of because how many dudes at our level are just making a good payday right. without merch right right? I don't have a problem with I don't I don't see a problem with that. I commend Thomas Ochampa though mm-hmm. for going very long mm-hmm. with uh, with making WWE not give him a shirt, but he eventually got one.
1: I agree with that, and here here's here's my feeling on it. Uh, for those of you that are old school or think that <clears throat> you know heels shouldn't have merch, heels shouldn't be interacting with the crowd. Right back in the day, the heel back in the day in the territory days, you were making a, a portion of what the faces were. We're selling on their mm-hmm. T-shirts. You're putting them over. You're getting a paycheck for that. You're paid more to not have merch. So nowadays, when you're wrestling in L.A., San Diego, Arizona, unless you're getting you know an extra couple hundred bucks or hundred bucks for the show to not have merch and be a dastardly heel, hey, we want people to fucking hate you. I think you absolutely. I think everyone should have merch because you're not getting paid. These promotions aren't paying you extra to be a heel. Yeah. You're not getting paid to you know. You're not getting paid extra to not interact with the crowd. Stay in the back. We don't want to see you afterwards, um, but that's just something that I've talked to guys with, and they're like, "No, heel should never have merch. Heel should never be out there selling, interacting with the crowd, and talking with them, having face-to-face time, unless you're getting that extra bonus for not doing that, and you're just burying the faces and fuck all you fans all the time." Everyone should have merch. Yeah,
2: I mean, I, I agree with that. Like, you know, I've already said it. I'm not very good at keeping up my merch game, but that's why uh, that's why I got you now as a tag team. Partner. There you go. There we can you go. Take care of that stuff.
3: Yeah, and I think that uh, I think there's a lot of guys that wanna keep this perceived notion of what old school wrestling is, but it's evolved. Everything's evolved and you can't have that mentality. Like, even me saying like I don't want to be Facebook friends with you, social media is a tool, right? It's a tool mm-hmm. for you to make money, get yourself out there. I mean, me personally, I wasn't any Facebook friends with any of the fans, but, <laughs> I, but I made Facebook. but what I did was make a Facebook page mm-hmm. that they can go to because I you know, you, you still have to maintain a level of um, distance between that. I would hope to kind of keep that a uh, the illusion that like hey I'm here to do this like I am this person. What I see a lot that I don't like, and I mean whatever, I kind of feel like I'm an old bitter guy, is that you have a match with someone and then immediately on social media, oh good match, we had a good match, we tore the house down or whatever, and it's like you're supposed to be in a fight. Like why would I say I had a oh thanks for the good match? Like I if you ever got in a fight with somebody and said hey thanks for beating my ass.
0: Actually, I've seen that. I've seen that a
1: few times. Oh, (laughs) will. I've seen it where it's like, "Hey, bro, respect. Uh, You fucking whoop my ass." (laughs) Yeah, I did
2: my first fist
0: fight. Yeah,
1: me and the guy became like cool afterwards. (laughs) Me too. Me too.
3: Well, fuck you. (laughs) Uh,
2: No, but I get what you're saying.
1: Yeah, because you know. um, But okay, this goes back to you know, like the merch selling the merch, right? So what what do you do? What what what's appropriate then, right? Because it's supposed to be a match. Supposed to be a fist fight. So what do you do? Because, yeah, you, you even said you even had a Facebook page. Uh, I struggled. I struggle with social media, man. I, I know it's, it's such a tool and I'm trying to use Instagram where I used to be a Twitter guy and I can't I can't stand Twitter right now. Like I try to post some stuff on on Instagram and even still that that's like pulling teeth for me. So, um, I mean, what do you do? Like everyone knows at this point, people listening to this podcast, right? A, a, a wrestling fan. You're not going to have nine year old kids that believe this stuff is, you know, a, a fist fight in the middle of the ring that are listening to this podcast. Who are we catering to? Probably other wrestlers uh, and people come to the shows, right? And those are the people who are listening. So when you, when you're posting online, it, what does that mean at this point? Is it, it's kind of like, oh, fuck yeah, they did tear the house down or like, oh, that's good respect. Like, I, I don't know. I don't know the right answer.
3: Yeah, but I mean, like, is it for you to say he tore the house down or for fans to say right, right, he tore right, the house down? You know yeah. what I mean? It's it's also, too, for me, it's like when you go watch a movie, do you, the actors come out at the end and be like, oh, that was, a, that was a fake. That was fake. You know what I mean? Like, or whatever. <laughs> you, you know what I'm saying? Like, I kind of think that, um, I mean, it's dumb to assume that people think that wrestling is still real. Like, that's naive. But you don't see, like, the rock-breaking character in the middle of Hobbs and Shaw either, you know? So this is kind of like a... Did you a, watch Hobbs and Shaw? I did. I love that movie. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> I did. Too fast. I'm missing Too out. Furious. Yeah. Um, but for me, like, when I think about wrestling, it's almost like you're playing this character consistently, right? Like, as an actor or whatever, mm-hmm. to, to relate it to yeah, that. Playing a character. And the movie, the movie's not done mm-hmm. when, when the show's done. Right. You know? I, I mean, I guess it depends on you. I mean, whatever works for people, but... I kind of just cringe when people are like, oh, good. I had a good match with you. Great job, buddy. We tore the house down, like whatever. And it's like. What about thanking a promotion? What's that? What about thanking a promotion? I mean, if you're a heel, be like, thank you for the money. Like, you know, <laughs> I, I think I feel like there's ways to do it. But but no, a promotion cool. but a promotion shouldn't <clears throat> get butthurt that you didn't thank them if, you're, right. if they're booking you as a heel. You know, I think there's a lot of that, too. People um, getting getting too sensitive over like oh he didn't respect me and he didn't thank Mm. me after and this and that it's like man you booked me as a heel why would i be singing your praises like i'm i'm Mm. here to like just get money and and fight (laughs) you know
1: i mean well you know what's funny it kind of goes into what we were talking about on the car ride right like um blown dudes (laughs) and by the way i wasn't talking about that that was all hunter but uh no we were talking about Um, social media, right? Uh And nowadays, everything is on social media. Like, I don't have pictures of my daughter on social media. I think I maybe put one of her birth pictures on social media and it might have been like three months after the fact and I haven't posted shit after that. And my family is like, they have to ask me like, hey, took pictures of the birthday party. Can we put a picture up? I'm like, yeah, sure. Go ahead. One picture here and there. I just don't, don't, I don't feel like sharing my whole life. We were talking about on the drive here. Like, this person was a photo album, right? You don't. When you had a photo album at home before social media, you're like, "Hey, come check this out. This is my kid's birthday party and stuff." You don't take it to work and post it on the bulletin board. You know what I mean? You don't go to like the local Starbucks and post your pictures up. Check it out, it's my fucking kid. No one cares, right? Like we were talking about um, the thing that went viral this last week. There's a little boy, I think he was like ten years old. He was he had dwarfism and something else out in Australia. Was getting bullied, and the parents like posted this video because he was 10 years old and like was getting bullied and was like talking about suicide or something and so this thing went viral this kid crying it's the worst day of his life and he's he you know he can't to the point where he's telling his parents he doesn't want to live and his parents are putting this out there on social media like and i think they made like two hundred thousand dollars off of it and got flown to disneyland and all this shit which is great for the kid and hopefully he has money for school and retirement and all this shit but like yo at what point is your kid's private life your kid's private life like at at what point so um that's an extreme but it's to the point like like you're saying as a heel like okay maybe a dm maybe dms hey man thanks for the match it was awesome i had a good good time thanks thanks to the promoter hey man that was great i'd love to come back um like after our show with lucha supply i dm'd them like hey man we had a a great time thank you for having us out but i didn't go online on instagram as we were you know (laughs) talking mad shit to their to their faces for for the for the show like, I didn't go out there and like, oh, we had a blessed day. You know, thanks, to everyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, Tore the roof off. Yeah. Tore the roof off. You know what I mean? But, but fire, I see, I see both emojis. ways. I, I don't know what the right answer is. I see I both know, ways, man. though. I think everybody has, uh,
2: you know, their own opinion, and they're free to do whatever they want to do with it. And, you know, that's fine, man. There's nothing wrong with that.
3: So. I mean, it's, it's like every other art form, right? Everything's subjective. Yeah. Right. So when someone tells you something's wrong, the other person tells you it's right, it, it doesn't matter. It's, it's really like, what we'll, we'll gets you money? What we'll gets you over? What we'll gets the other person over? We'll get you booked. Mm -hmm. Like, don't listen to me. I don't know. I don't even wrestle anymore. (laughs) And that's why i would like, I try to preface it by like, I just feel like I'm an old, bitter wrestler. But I also understand how like the way the world works, everything evolves. Mm -hmm. And you have to use social media as a tool. I use it with my art.
4: Mm
3: -hmm. Um, You have to utilize that in order to get people to know who you are. You have to. And there's certain things that I understand that you have to do. Like, not everyone wants to be a heel and be rude to fans. They want to interact with that and hopefully build that fan base. So you know, whatever. There's no right answer, but I want to touch on something you said about that little boy. Um, so that so what happened with that? And I'm not disagreeing with you on mm-hmm. anything. Um, that money was actually donated to a charity. Okay. okay. So he's not actually getting any money. Okay. Disneyland even was like, "Hey, we're gonna give you tickets, whatever." Oh, cool. Which is which is great. Um, I feel better about that mm-hmm. that he's not getting any of that, but. It's horrible that he got bullied and that's terrible. And no kid should have to feel that way. No kid should have to ever do have to go through that. I think it's horrible that the first thing that his mom does is put a camera in his face and record that. That's what I said. And I agree with you on that. That's what I said. That's terrible. But we live in this day and age where everyone thinks it's so easy to be famous from the internet and everyone is striving to like, what am I going to do to get famous? Like, I feel like people buy stuff and say stuff online just to get noticed and like, get reposted or have some celebrity notice them like, oh, mm. yeah, Hey Rock, I buy your t-shirt. Look, whatever. And they're like, Oh <laughs> well, yeah. Why you gotta cool. marry Duke again? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Always goes back to Duke every single time. <laughs> but you know, it's, it's just, it's just how the society is now that we're so reliant on social media that people are going out of their way to use the internet, to get noticed and use social media to get noticed. So they'll, they'll do dumb shit. Mm.
1: This is another bad segue, but can you give us your websites and where we can find your
3: artwork? And, oh. oh, yeah. <laughs> I thought talking about wrestling and just dogging I know, Just before
1: I forget, because yeah. I don't want
3: to forget. So, uh, it's, so I'm on Instagram at Chris Terry Draws. It's C-H-R-I-S-T-E-R-R-Y, and then the word draws, D-R-A-W-S. I'm um, on my Facebook, the same thing, Chris Terry Draws. On Twitter, it's Chris Terry Art, because some weirdo took chris terry draws and so i couldn't get it um but that that's it uh a lot of my art's on there actually all my art i post it up there i try to i take commissions i do whatever mostly um
1: well you brought art in here too we've got yeah you have so you make stickers
3: here yeah part part of the thing i do is like i like i like to use a you know, there's things that I like that I'm nostalgic for, uh, like the Hasbro WWF toys, but also yeah. like other things other than wrestling and RoboCop and RoboCop. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a RoboCop. Yeah, you never Cop seen my RoboCop tattoo on, his on my hand. hand. You know, I was in a match with RoboCop. All right, we'll give that. We'll get back to that in a second because I got to hear all about that. <laughs> um, but so I did. Ted, I marked
2: that down that he's going to tell us our RoboCop
3: story. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, what I brought these guys is uh, some. Uh, like Hasbro Universal Monsters and 80s like Slasher Movie Monster stickers that I made. So they're basically like a mashup. So it's like the Hasbro figures or we'll say Universal Monsters in the style of the Hasbro figures and like Slashers like Mike Myers Leatherface Freddy Krueger in the style of the Hasbro figures. And I you know I like to go all out so I make little like card backs where it looks like the old Hasbro figures. Where can people buy these? Oh they can buy them directly from me on Instagram right now so you can message me. Um, I do have an Etsy, so I forgot about that, which is also Chris Terry draws. Mm. I'm in the middle of putting stuff up there cause I have a lot of stuff that's not up there yet. Mm-hmm. So that will be up there too. But the best way to do it is just send me a message on Instagram or Facebook and then I can get them to you. Um, yeah.
1: If there's any workers out there that
3: need artwork for t-shirts, do you do that? I do, but I'm not as cheap as both of these workers would like me to be, you know? Um, <laughs> well you're an artist. This is what you do. Guys, yeah. this, is,
1: this is what he does. Uh, I mean, if you're a wrestler and someone asks you, hey, can you come in for five bucks? No, you can't come in for five bucks. You've got a fee. This is how you're making money, hopefully. So this is how Chris makes money.
3: It, exactly. And then if I make you a good, if, if you hire someone to do, to do a good design for you, you're going to sell more shirts. Mm-hmm. Like, much. you know, it, I see a lot of weak designs, unfortunately. I see a lot of parody things that are kind of.
2: Shout out to parodies.
3: You know, <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that Mike Camden Predator shirt. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, I have like five parody shirts, I gotta, but I, I mean, you know, if you need something quick and easy, that's the way to go. Yeah, if you want something that doesn't look that looks like a good wrestling shirt, you hire someone like me. Uh, can I you, how how many years did you put in the business? Wrestling, yeah, man, I'm trying to, I can't even remember. I think I started. When I was 21 so since 2004 and then when did I stop wrestling like two years ago oh, I mean, when, when was that match in San Francisco because uh, that made like me quit 2018
1: <laughs> that match made you quit it did,
2: it yeah.
3: Did. I was, oh, yeah was I it mean, a triple
1: threat tag match no
3: no but I was, <laughs> oh, I was he, he would have been lucky if it was <laughs> me that tag match. I mean I was already on my way out anyway okay. like really considering it and I was like yeah I'm done Can
2: I just, <laughs> a, but here's something you're an uh, artist I've known this about you ever since I've known how yeah. artistic you are and you're very passionate about your art yeah now, wrestling is a form of art. Sure. Um, it's just a different sort of <clears throat> canvas and, and mm-hmm. everything you're creating. So when you're, when you're drawings, right? Yeah. It's very easy for you to create that because, man, you grab a piece of paper and you start drawing and you I start mean, creating, right? Basically, like that's how simple it is for you to, to, yeah. to, to express that art. Sure. But yeah. then when it comes to wrestling, you have no real control over that, that art because obviously you need your canvas. What's your canvas? A ring. And sure. And who has that? A promotion that you work for, all that kind of stuff did it start to become very frustrating to you? Because I remember you were getting kind of frustrated as like, Hey, I want to create this. This is the storyline I want to do, but you just didn't have your canvas. Basically. Did you start kind of, you know, is that kind of what a little bit of sourness towards the business or. I mean, a little
3: bit. I mean, I, you know, I, I think I got a lot of leeway with the entrance videos. Like that was a big help, but I also had Jonathan who was fantastic helping get my back on that. says he was handling all that. Mm -hmm. So, that, that was cool. But yeah, yeah. I mean, it it was frustrating to be a creative person and try to not do the same old wrestling bullshit that people come up to you. Like, Oh, I saw, I've been watching old IWA mid South or whatever Tennessee bullshit from 30 years ago and wanting to keep doing those storylines. Like there's a place for that. Cool. If that's what you want to do, whatever, I'm not doing that shit. Mm -hmm. I want to do something different. I want to do something that's a little bit more contemporary. Um, like, like Thanos. Like I wanted to kind of be like this Thanos type of dude. Thank you, I appreciate the moment. like. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, alright. This
2: guy made the Infinity Gauntlet famous over here.
3: <laughs> Wasn't shit before me.
2: <laughs> yeah. no, cause sure. Because yeah, it's very much like um in the wrestling business. You, know, you there's uh there's only so much time. There's only so many shows. Sure. Uh, and you, if you if you have a storyline that you're really passionate about and you want to do, and unfortunately you have to really convince somebody to, to mm-hmm. do it and and that's where a lot of frustration i think with uh the wrestling business comes because if that person doesn't share the same vision as you yeah. to let you do it it becomes a, you know it becomes obviously less fun sure I, you could say.
3: I mean at the end of the day it's not your show yeah so yeah. you're you're kind of like uh held by their whatever they want so yeah, it could be frustrating, especially for me. I mean, I was only wrestling in one place. I mean, I didn't really have a desire to go anywhere else. I mean, I wasn't really trying to. Mm-hmm. Um, in hindsight, was that the best idea? Probably not, because maybe somebody else would have given me that chance. But I also saw that, like, where I was, had the potential to be something better than what it was. And I was trying to facilitate that, not by putting myself over, but by trying to make it, like, legit, like, give it some legitimacy mm-hmm. and make it look like a bigger deal than it was. But... At the end of the day, if the guy running the show decides he doesn't want to do this new thing that you want to do and wants to keep recycling old WWE Raw storylines and old Memphis, Tennessee shit, then what are you going to do? You either you either do it and compromise yourself if that's what you're doing, compromise what, what inside, make a compromise to yourself, or you kick rocks. I decided to kick rocks. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to put up with that anymore. Yeah, I was there for your last match. Oh man, this is the San Francisco one. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, that, can that, you tell that, me what, what this is? I'm like, I'm waiting for the payoff here. It
1: just wasn't a very good
2: match. No,
3: like. and what, I, what I'm talking about right now had nothing to do with that. Oh, okay, because okay. I want to make that very clear. Um, so bury that motherfucker. Just, Who is it? No, I, I don't think it was really that person. I'm not going to do that because I was just as much to blame. Like I was, I'm still out of shape because I just stopped giving <laughs> shit. But <laughs> I mean. I kind of, you know, if I would have, if I could send myself a note in the past it would be to not do that show, just, <laughs> just stop wrestling and it, but that just sealed it. I was like, yeah. yeah, I have, I did, was not excited to be there. Like I was not excited to wrestle, had nothing to do with the promotion or what was going on. It was just, I was like, I'm just done with wrestling. It was done, right? It was, yeah. that was the straw that broke the camel's back. Sure. Yeah.
1: It's a,
2: it's a tough business, man. When, when you're not really into it and you're kind of like, all right, I'm done with this. It's. It's tough to get up and like be like, all right, all right I'm going to go kill this match when you're just really like, you're just checked out, man. You're just checked out.
3: Well, why take up space yeah. when some other young dude who's hungry can come in there and kill it? Yeah. Like, all I'm doing is just it's just taking up a spot that someone else can utilize. You know what I mean? And like, mm-hmm. if there's stuff I don't want to do and don't want to do it anymore, why stick around and and take it up? Like, there's, you know, like Hunter. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? That dude's young and hungry. He could use that spot. But if I'm there being shitty and just kind of being begrudgingly being there like, Oh, whatever. Like he doesn't have that spot. You know what I mean? I have a question for you. If he's so yeah. young and hungry, why isn't he sitting here right now on the, on the couch? <laughs> Cause, I <told> him, <laughs> Cause I told him not to
2: be here. I know. I, yeah. I texted him today. And yeah. he goes, hey,
1: are you still sick? And he goes,
2: or no, I said, are you going to be there tonight? And he's like, I'm going to try to be. And I go, if Fuck, you're sick, no. I don't fucking want you there, dude.
1: Well, yeah, I was like clearing his throat the
2: whole ride. Oh, like, well, yeah, in, in his sleep. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, no, I'm good with that. I'm good with, with him staying home.
1: I, I, this is funny to me. Like uh, earlier, he's like, he's talking about being a heel, and he's like, fuck, dude, like, I still want to be around those fans. Like, I, you know, I don't want to say I don't like them, but I'm looking at him. Chris is wearing Jordans, uh, a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles jacket in a Marvel 10 year anniversary, how he's like the coolest motherfucker you'd want to hang out with. He's got a Robocop <laughs> tattoo. I'm like, dude, if you're, if you're not wanting to hang out with people, you said the wrong <laughs> single dude. You
3: got every cool thing <laughs> in the world on right now. No, I mean, it's, it's not that I don't want to, um, uh, that, that I don't like fans. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just looking I at him like,
1: you look so fucking approachable. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I mean, I generally am, but you know, when you're at a show, you got to kind of, I mean, for me personally, I was kind of like, all right, Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, let's keep, let's, let's, let's keep that, let's keep that distance between yeah. us because I'm trying to, I'm trying to convey a certain type of mm-hmm. personality. I'm trying to convey this character. If I break that with you, that for me kills it for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, but, uh, oh, you're getting married pretty soon, huh? Yeah. A couple weeks. Look at that, man. Yeah. How long you been with it? Congrats. Uh, it was three years. Ooh, I just spit. Sorry. It's cool. Uh, it's been three, it was three years on the 19th. Of February. Have you guys been living with each other very long? Pretty much the whole relationship. Mm, yeah. Good. Like I knew right away, like I was Damn. like, I mean, I fell in love with her right away. She fell in love with me too. So she says. <laughs>
2: <laughs> How, uh, but, well, good for you, man.
3: Yeah. I, uh, there's some
2: like people like, uh, like my wife's from Chicago, right. Mm-hmm. And some of them are like old school, like, you know, mentality, like don't live with each other before you're married. Fuck that. Live together
3: before you get married.
2: Yeah, that's a whole other world.
3: Yeah, it's like how else do you know you can marry this person if Mm -hmm. you know if you can't live with them? Because people like I can't imagine marrying someone without living with living with them first, and then marrying them, and then being like I can't stand this person. And then what (laughs) do you got to do? Divorce? Like it's expensive. Probably don't have kids because you weren't living together anyway. So Mm -hmm. you know whatever. Um, But yeah, she's from Pennsylvania.
2: Oh no shit.
3: Yeah. How Uh, uh, how'd you guys meet? She well she moved out to California before I met her. Just randomly, she's like, "I'm gonna live in California," um, and then I met her on Tinder. One thing didn't really relate to it, the other. I don't know why, uh, but but we met on Tinder. Yeah, you mm-hmm. know, yeah, and it was like kind of at a time where you know I was kind of being a manho, or you know, for <laughs> for a while. Like I had because I was in a, I was in a long term relationship, and then we broke up, and I was single for a good um, like four years damn yeah and i was you know i, I was like i want to chill out like do whatever um i really wanted to make sure that i this is gonna sound real corny that i loved myself <laughs> and you know make sure that i was good enough for for me to yeah. like do that so you know i was dating around whatever real empty feelings inside mm. uh, <laughs> worked on myself and then for whatever reason I was like i am like jumping back on tinder like see what happens met her right away on there and then that was it, man. Deleted my Tinder. Yeah. Yeah. See, I uh, I
2: missed the whole online dating kind of stuff like that because I started dating uh, my wife Beth kind of like right when that stuff started blowing up. I mean, I remember hearing like about like plenty of fish. You know, oh like, yeah, like that. <laughs> but it was like it, it was like prior to like iPhones or something like that. Like you had to actually like have like a, a computer, right? And I didn't have one, so. uh I never experienced like the online dating stuff, and tell you the truth, it kind of like weirds me out still to this day. Like for some reason, I think I'm just old school, man. I'm down to like, I'm gonna go to a bar and like try and hook up. You know, like that was like that's like the the mentality I have, or I had, you know, back in the day. But it, I, I find like the uh, the online kind of dating stuff is like it's just kind of weird to me. It's just I think it's just you know, I never experienced it, so it's still very weird to me. Yeah, that's why I never did it. Yeah. What about you? You you were no, I wife. miss
1: I miss that too. I've been with my wife like. Almost 12 years, I think. Yeah. Um, what I was saying is, <clears throat> what's interesting with Wrestling Calendar, right? Mm-hmm. Brand new. Um, Dev's if, trying to get, like, a real sponsor. No, I'm not, I'm not. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, no. I, actually, I actually like the guy that runs runs the website. But, um, dude, I mean, maybe for wrestling, right? What if there's an app? promotions wrestlers swipe i want to work for you 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 got all the workers fuck you you look like shit you look you look garbage <laughs> you look indie you look be backyard be <laughs> Just, whoa this is, we got a body guy on our hands uh, right here
3: like that's <laughs> oh, funny that could work, that's dude. funny uh i mean that's not a half bad idea i, I know mean.
1: well i know i know i know on his website they almost uh, i don't think they have a booking tool yet they're i'm sure it's the very beginning they'll do something like that down the line but i mean there's shit like that i mean it, it turns Industry's around, right? One little thing maybe, turns something around maybe. completely. So who knows? Who knows what's in store? Um, have you, uh, have you shit your pants? That you since you've been with your wife or
3: your, your fiance? Not around her, but has she found? <laughs> it, <laughs> has, she, has she found out that you shit your pants? Oh, Oh, one hundred percent, man. And I mean, then, we
2: and she's still with you. Good yeah, you go, man. yeah
3: I mean go. we're. I mean we're super. I've never been this comfortable with somebody in my life. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, like she, like she is my soulmate, mm-hmm. and there's been a lot of times where you know it how you know is like she walks in on the bathroom yep. when you're pooping yeah and she don't care she's like oh that shit smells okay i'm still gonna do my makeup yep. like oh okay i guess and yep. then you know she does her thing i'm around it Real whatever talk. Real talk, man. don't it doesn't it doesn't doesn't fuck anything up for me That's i weird. still love her just as much as i did the day i met her so did you uh did you ever shit your pants in the ring no man god damn it i He's real, like, he shits pants in the ring. He thinks everyone's done it. He's got like a real shitting thing going on. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I've almost pissed myself, but you oh, know. It was, for like, sure. But it's always that weird thing where like, if you got a piss during a match, you're going to have a better match. You ever heard that? Yeah, I've heard that. Yeah, it's kind of bullshit. But I always try to maintain that. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, there's been plenty of times where I had to pee. Never had to shit myself. When's the last time you shit yourself? You brought it up. You
1: said he's done it. Not around <laughs> yeah. your
3: girl. Let's hear it. I don't know, man. I was... I don't know. Mine was in the ring. I don't I don't think it was that long ago. <laughs> I mean, I was like, I got real sick, like, last year. And I was at work.
0: So, <laughs> I don't remember
3: exactly when during the year, but I was like, babe... Coming home, she's like, "Why?" I'm like, "I can't walk around. I'm going home. Why?" Oh, I, I definitely shit myself. All right. And she's like, "Been there, done that. Oh, All man. right." Was it light khakis or what? No, it was jeans. Okay, All right. But
1: like light jeans, yeah.
3: so not a good look. Not a good look.
2: By the way, what's up? Weren't you? Didn't you promise to tell a story this this, this episode about your Japan time? I'll t- do. I found. I remember a story that I told. Well, that? Not that I told. Uh, that I remembered. Um, that had to do with uh, Brian Kendrick and Sasha Derevko. Hmm.
1: Dude, <laughs> <laughs> get that <laughs> shovel out! No, oh, wait, again, I like, know. Just, no, no, no. <laughs> call me the it was, Undertaker. It was a burial of me. Oh,
2: what happened? Oh man. Okay, so it's a little, it's a little long. We might go over a little. A little well, we're
1: we'll definitely going over. If I have stories to tell on you do, we're going over. It's so, probably an hour and a half today. Uh, a few years ago, I,
2: I was wrestling with Derevko a lot, and I always liked Brandon. Mm-hmm. Brandon's his real name. Uh, you know, he's a little controversial on the, uh, the social media and stuff like that, but I always got along with him. I had a lot of good matches with him and, uh, you know, he was, he was cool to me. I always enjoyed working with him. So, uh, one time I was doing extra work and Derevko is cool with Kendrick and I walked up to Brian and I'm like, Hey, uh, Brian, uh, my name's Mike. Uh, nice to meet you. I, I, uh, I'm doing a lot of matches with, uh, with Brandon lately. And he goes, Oh, you're, uh, you're Camden. And I was like, Oh fuck. Yeah fucking Kendrick Spanky knows my fucking name, you know? <laughs> and he's like, yeah, he's told me about you. Cool. Very nice guy, man. I don't, I don't know if you guys ever met Kendrick, but very cool, man. He's one of those guys that like really looks out after, looks out for the, uh, like the indie guys. Sure, you know, yeah. like Trying to help them out and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was cool. I got to hang out with him like in Vegas and stuff like that. And uh, so Derevko and I had a match. Uh, it was at SoCal so Pro, and it was like a hardcore match or something like that, like a sh- you know street fight, and the finish was gonna be like Owen uh, Stone Cold, right? You know, like where uh, Stone Cold
1: he was gonna give you a spike pile driver, and yeah, but but it was gonna be but
2: it was gonna be like a, a tombstone. Yeah, <laughs> but so so he picked me up for uh, for the pile driver, uh, and I reversed it. And I, and I told this to, to Brandon and I, he's like, yeah, that'll be the finish. And I'm like, I've never done that move. I've never given a tombstone power driver. Right. And he's like, it's fine, man. It's real easy to do. I'm like, all right, bro. Like I'll, I'll do it. So we get to the finish of the match. He lifts me up. I reverse it and I drop him. And he, we, we'd been wrestling for probably about 20 minutes and we're pretty slippery, right? We're all sweaty. And he slips just a little bit. And obviously in that movie, you don't want to slip like at all. So he slips just a little bit. And I guess he kind of like cracked, you know, he hit his head and like jacked up his back a little bit. Right. And he didn't tell me. And I was like, are you okay after the match and everything was fine. And then down the road, he told me, he's like, yeah, I I hurt my back on that, uh, on that tombstone. I'm like, I'm sorry, man. And he was like, no, it's cool. I called for it. And I'm just like, okay. Uh, so then I went up to train with Kendrick because on Thursday mornings uh, he would have a, a class up at the Santino brothers and I was like, well, I I want to go train with Kendrick, get some, you know, some knowledge dropped on me. So I walk up and I'm like, Hey, uh, Hey Brian, how you doing? And and Brandon was there also. And he goes, uh, I'm like, Hey, I'm Mike. And Derev goes like, yeah, this is a uh, Camden. You remember him? And he goes, Oh Yeah. He's the one that hurt your back, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, I look at Brandon like, "What the fuck, dude? <laughs> like, you know, like that's like the ultimate burial, you know? Like, have have a guy like that?" He's and, like, "Yeah, he's really unsafe." And Brandon just goes, "No, no, no, it was fine, man. It was, it was my, f- I called for it, you know, like that kind of stuff." But I, I remember just being like, "Motherfucker," you know, like, "I got that, I got oh, that." Oh, shooter, huh? That's sick. Yeah. But anyways, I just remember that story uh, not too long ago. That's good. Fucking. Kendrick, man, thought I was just fucking dangerous. You are, you're not? You know who's There's dangerous? There's a
1: reason I, I won't work with him. <laughs> who's dangerous? Tell me. You're you, looking right at me. Who's you, dangerous? You dog. Oh, fucking deadly with them forearms. This is this is the strong
3: style sparks over here. Bro, his his choke holds too. His My choke yeah, man. You, this we had a match. Uh-huh. Oh. You damn near choke me out. And I had to be like, get out of it, and I'd be like, and, and I was like you better stay down. Do you remember this? I remember this. So I told him this the other day. <laughs> he, told he, he, was like, he told me this. He told me He told
1: me another story where he was like, oh, he, was, uh, he threatened someone or whatever it was. Oh, or, that oh, was. Like, yeah, was saying something. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, fuck. Are you sure that wasn't me? <laughs> and he's like, you? <laughs> I'm like, I think that was the same. I think that happened to me. And I was trying to figure out what happened. I had no recollection. I was like, I must have been stiff on something because that's the only thing I could think of
3: yeah I mean, it was like your your chokes, you were like choking the living shit God, out of me. Yeah. I was also kind of an asshole back then, mm. um but uh <laughs> I was green, yeah, and you and you were choking the fucking life out of me, dude, and I was like, man, this dude's about to pass make me pass out <laughs> so i I did I forgot what how I ended up doing it, but I was like, you better stay. I did a move, and I was like, you better stay down, and he was just like <laughs> so confused. No, that's not what you said yeah.
1: It was, a, it was a knee in the corner. You sent me up for, uh, sent me to the corner, gave me a knee in the corner, high knee. Okay. To the yeah, face. I remember. And you go, you go, you go, we're going home, motherfucker. <laughs> <I'm>
3: like, <laughs> Not denying I said that. A, Not denying that. Oh, do,
2: man. Do you remember? We had a match one time, and I don't know if you remember this, but you were beating up on me, laying heat on me. And then I'm on the ground. I'm laying on the ground, okay, and, and Destro's standing over me. You paintbrushed the shit out of me. I don't know if you remember this. Probably not. You paintbrushed me right across the face. And I was just, I looked up at you. Like I stopped selling and I looked (laughs) up at you and I was like, you motherfucker. I immediately shot up to my feet and I just gave you like two hard ass fucking chops. And then we went back to business. Oh, but it, it was not like, been
3: that hard. it was like, well,
2: oh, you also had like a,
0: it was also, you also have a
2: full bodysuit on basically. So you got padding. Oh, uh, okay. But I remember that like you paintbrushed me so hard across the face. It wasn't on purpose. It was probably an accident. Yeah. Still. Yeah. I mean, you know, things happen, Dude, whatever. Rennie, Rennie one time during a battle Royale, I turned around and caught an elbow right to the face, right? Uh, this is Darkusagi, and Rennie, the nicest guy in the world. He, you know, we're in a battle royale. A lot of people are. are, You know, a lot of things are going on. And I turn around, and I turned right into an elbow, like right into the side of my neck. And it was Rennie right in front of me, and I'm like, "Motherfuck!" I I returned that elbow so hard, and Rennie just looked at me like, "Okay, sorry, man." Like, (laughs) like. But you know that shit happens and you have yeah. to kind of like, you know, return the favor a little bit to let people know, like, hey
3: man, it's it's you know Sure. I've never down. been like that real big on that. Neither have I except in that case. <laughs> but um but you know, it's you gotta understand when someone's doing it uh it, I think this is the big the big thing people don't separate is like if someone's doing it intentionally versus like you know things happen, you know? God,
1: stop looking at
2: me. No, no, man. no, no, no I'm, not, I'm not
3: I have a story. No I, Oh you have a story. Uh, I was, yeah, you were saying, there for that. In your case? I just lost my shit. <laughs> you weren't doing it intentionally, but I was like, this motherfucker's about to kill me. <laughs> like, he's about to put me idea. out. I mean, it's, it is yeah, what it true. is, you know? I
2: So I'm the same way. Like I'm, I'm not big on, um you know, receipts, receipts and stuff like that. Yeah, me that. neither. If somebody catches me, I'll, you know, I'll, okay, that's fine. You know, I'll I'll, I'll take it. I'm not going to return fire immediately. It just depends. It just depends on the, you know, what's going on. But I had, a, I had a situation and you were there for it. Oh yeah. Uh, it was good. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'll tell you. Yeah.
3: So, <laughs> I mean, was I supposed to say? Hey, tell me. I thought you were no, going. No, to no, <laughs> I no.
0: Mean,
3: I, I think the thing is, like,
1: we're we're still new to the podcasting yeah. thing. And, like, and actually, no, who's, I, who's listening? I'll,
2: and, I'll I'll actually use name, because, and I'll tell you why at the end. Um, so we got booked out at a place called Party Hard Wrestling out in Arizona. All
1: right. It's a cool, it's a cool ass company. Like they they, They've they have done a legit it. party crowd. They've done that a drinks and there. gets rowdy, and it's like
3: fucking cool. See, I love that. I did like a couple bar shows back yeah. in the day, and those are. Oh, fun, this is nothing like that. They this do like car- a lot. Well, of- I, I'm saying, but like just like a, a rowdy ass. Like they do a lot of crowd, character stuff. Know. They yeah.
1: do, they, have, they have like a hardcore match every show, or they used to. I don't know if they do anymore. But like it's it's a good a good fucking. They've really, the they've
2: built up the the promotion pretty well. So we get uh, we get Devin and I get booked out there, and uh, we drive out, and I'm in a multi or I'm, a t- I'm in a tag match, and I'm tagging with oh uh, I can't remember what the original card is. I get there, and they switched it up. And they're like, yeah, you're going to be tagging with uh, this kid named Jamie. He's a younger guy out there, a uh, really nice kid, real nice kid. I think he was maybe like six months into the business. And you'll be taking on uh, the team of uh, this EJ, EJ Sparks and this guy named Alex. And his name is Alex Saliers. And I walk up, we get inside, and they're going over the match, the, the, those three, and they're, and they're going over the match. And Alex is running a spot with Jamie that's just very complicated for a guy that's that his, his of his experience, only six months in. That was and it. And what's up? That was it? What?
1: That's all I, I thought he would have been in longer than that.
2: No, Jamie was uh, very new. And I I'm t- I can see Jamie's being is pretty confused by this and I'm like, Hey man, mention that, you know, you're not feel you don't feel comfortable doing it. And uh, this Alice guy is just like, No, let's do it, you know, blah blah blah. And I'm like, Hey man, it's your it's your, it's your you know, it's your uh, it's your spot. It has nothing to do with me. So we uh, we get to the match, and this is the thing about like driving to Arizona. I think we had eight minutes for this match, right? You're driving six hours there, (laughs) six hours back for eight minutes, and and the the, show got over like eleven thirty. Wrestling doesn't make any sense, bro.
3: I mean, why do you think I don't do it anymore? (laughs) Uh,
2: So we get in. uh, You know, uh, I'm like uh, Jamie's out first. I'm out second. EJ is out next. We're all we all have individual uh, entrances. And then this Alex guy comes out, and he, uh, man, this he he took like two minutes to get in the ring. He's walking around the whole crowd doing a. Then he like flips inside the ring, and then he starts doing moon salts from like every corner, you know, just kind of like. Oh, Teddy Hart. <laughs> <laughs> you, just, you know, but we're just kind of like all of us like are just in the ring, kind of like man, fucking come on, dude, let's go, you know, like it's
1: let's 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 stop this bullshit and get to the match. So Jamie and Alex start. By the way, I'm watching, I'm watching Mike during all this. And he throws a look to the back like, come on, guys. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. I don't think he sees me because it's dark, but I look at him like a fool. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So uh, I'm, on, I'm on the apron. And for some reason, these two cats, uh, Alex starts like, trying to like, tickle Jamie like, in, to, like, the, in the midsection area. And I'm like, what the fuck are they doing, man? Like They're kind of doing it back and forth. And then this Alex guy comes over to me while I'm on the apron and he, he tries doing it to me and I just no sell it. And he looks at me and then he boops my nose with his index finger. He just boop. And I just, I, for some reason, man, that like triggered me. It was probably the
1: six hours in a car with me beforehand <laughs> <laughs> that, that got the job done. So, <laughs> so
2: he, it triggered me for some reason. Like I was like, I, it really got me upset. And I know I got the hot tag on him. So we do the, you know, we're, we're doing the match and then, uh, the heat comes on, uh, on, uh, on Jamie and this, uh, this Alex guy is just kind of being really unprofessional, uh, not, not physically hurting him, but just being very, you know, unprofessional. At one point he took, Jamie had a mouth, a mouth guard in, mm-hmm. takes Jamie's mouth guard out, puts it down his, the front of his pants, takes it out and puts it back in Jamie's mouth.
3: He's taking liberties. Like he's, taking he's not, hands. they didn't. Agree to this. He's yeah. just being Take an asshole. Yeah. He's taking
2: right. liberties. And I that infuriated me. That infuriated me right there. So right then, Jamie, uh, something happens, and Jamie's crawling for the hot tag. And I, I look at Jamie, and I go, did you plan that mouthpiece thing? And he looks at me, and he goes, no. Right then, he slaps my hand. I go in, and I go, and I, and I yell, this guy's fucking dead. And Alex comes at me. for. We had our... our, our you know, spot planned out. Mm-hmm. I came out with him. I can't, I came at him with such a fucking hard clothesline. Whap-bam! No slap needed of the leg because dude, it's, it's online. I came at him so hard with this clothesline and fucking leveled him, hit him with another one. I, I stuck to the routine. Yeah. I just didn't hold back. Yeah. You know, I had him in the corner, came in hard with the forearm, uh, brought him out for a, cl- a German fucking, did not let up the, 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 gas pedal on that German Wah-bam! hit him with another one. Wah-bam! And, uh, but you know, I just, you know, I was not and the crowd started going crazy. Yeah. The crowd was nuts for it.
1: Well, they thought they were witnessing a murder. <laughs> and,
2: uh, anyways, we, we finish up the match and, uh, and I go into the back and the first one to, to, to meet me is my partner, Devin. And, and Jack Jameson and Devin goes, did I see a shoot out there? <laughs> uh, or like, "Did would you say? Like, so like, did I see yeah. a receipt out there or something? Like and I go, f- and I go, fuck yeah. I was like, yeah, you fucking did. And I go and just, uh, and, and sit down in, in my chair and, uh, Alex came back and I looked at him and I go, you got to go fucking apologize to Jamie, you know, like for what you fucking did out to, to him out there. And, uh, and he did. And he, he you know, he, he apologized to me and, uh, you know, I was, I was like, I was like, fine, whatever, you know, I don't, I don't, you know, more apologize to Jamie, but then, uh, you know, so, but he did apologize. And then a few months later, he he came up to me at another show and he was like, Hey man, I just want to say, I'm you know, really sorry for that incident that happened. I was, you know, just going through some bad shit and blah, blah, blah. You know, he apologized again. And I was like, Hey man, as long as you're like, you know, you, you admit it, you know, that you were in the wrong. I, I, I respect that. And I, you know, I'm cool with this guy now that, uh, because he did that because he said, Hey, I was in the wrong. I was in a bad place. And and he's done stuff like since then to kind of like, uh, make his life a little bit better. And it's, it's, I've, I've seen it. So if something happens like that in the ring, it's not, uh, you know, Hey, you keep it in the ring. If it's got to go into the back, it goes into the back. But you can also just crush it, you know. Like and just if somebody admits, like, "Hey, I was in the wrong." Hey, cool. I respect that, and, and that's it, man. So, that's why I'll, I'll say his name because, because I, uh, you know, he did admit
3: that he was wrong, and I respect that he did that. So, yeah, I man, I don't see anything wrong with that. Like saying his name. I mean, it's not like he did something crazy after. I think I think a lot of I think a lot of the problem though is like a lot of these dudes have like their egos are so big in wrestling mm-hmm. for no reason. It's like at the end of the day, man. Wrestling is fake. You're not. You're not really out there like fighting people. It's all. You know. It's also. It's, it's agreed upon, man. I'm letting yeah. you do this to me.
2: Yeah. You know, it's like there's, I,
3: some, there's some cats out
2: there that'll fuck you up, but they're saying, "Hey, I'll let you beat
3: me out there." Exactly. It's like I'm trusting you with my body to like not not destroy me. You yeah. know what I mean? Like and my image. Ex- exactly.
2: Yeah. So.
3: But anyways, Dev. How was Japan, brother?
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right, so this is a, a lead-in from a couple of weeks back from a tease that I didn't want to go through with last week. But uh, since we're talking not shooting on people... <laughs> so uh, it was our second match. It was, it was me and uh, Rick Ellis. Second match out in uh, out in Japan. First match was Cork and Hall. I mean, we sold the place out in probably five minutes, I think. It was their biggest crowd ever. You're welcome. And the uh, second show... I was gonna look this guy's name up before today too. I think it was Higuchi. Uh, sounds right to me. Um, but he was he was a former sumo wrestler. He was like a former sumo wrestler turned pro wrestler uh, for DDT, and he was uh, he was good. He was good, good, real thick guy. Like he wasn't overweight at the time. He was just a real solid thick person. Um, and uh, we're going over the match in the back, and gets this point in the match. By the way, going back to the cork and hole thing. The night before the main event was uh, Hiroshima and someone else, and they fucking destroyed each other. Those guys came back, like marks on their neck, their chest, the back. Just they forearm, the shit out of each other in the ring. And uh, fast forward to their next show, we're going on to the spot. He's like, "Okay, uh, forearm battle, forearm battle." And I'm looking at I'm looking at Rick Ellis, and I'm like, "Dude, really?" <laughs> he looks at me. He's like. Ooh, so so he's like, okay, forearm, forearm, we talk the battle, we go over the other spots and shit. I, I go over to Rick, I'm like, dude, I don't know, man. He's like, just give it back. Just give it back. Like whatever you do, like just give it back. And I'm like, I'm like, yo, like, first of all, I'm kind of a bitch. <laughs> Second of all, like, dude, this is a former sumo wrestler that's going to be hitting me with these forearms definite Ron Simmons out there. <laughs> I'm not Ron Simmons. And so he's like, he's like, yo, just, just stay alive. And in my head, I'm thinking like, okay, the one, uh, if, if he blasts me, right. And I go down and I'm like, Oh, what a bitch. Right. First of all, you're a bitch. You come up and you hit him hard again. What if I, what if I stiff him too hard? And he's like, Oh, now I'm coming back with something even harder. I don't know this guy for many. We, there's a language barrier. So, um, so we're going through, it. we start tweaking the spot, tweaking the match. He goes, okay, forearm battle. You hit me, you forearm, me forearm, you forearm, me forearm. And I look at Rick and I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm going first. He goes, well, just make it count, dude. Like, make it count. You're going first, make it count. And so we get out there in the ring. We get out there in the ring and it's come up to the spot. In my head, like, well before this, like, I don't know, a year or two before this, I'm very comfortable with spots now. You know, it's it's all a flow. I'm not. You know, I'm not beforehand like, oh, what comes next? What do we do here? What do we do that? But this match, everything is leading up to this little this little forearm battle. Like, really, this wasn't the fucking go home for the match or anything. I'm just building it up in my head. Okay, we just hit this. All right, we're coming on this. We go on this. Oh, they're outside. I'm like, okay, here comes the forearm battle, right? <clears throat> I turn around. He's he's dead center in the ring, and I'm like, here goes nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I cock back and boom. Yeah. <laughs> Blast this motherfucker. (laughs) And and my adrenaline is so fired up that he fires away on me and I don't feel a goddamn thing. And I'm like, all right, here comes another one. Boom. Blast him again. And he comes back and he hits me again and I don't feel anything. And I'm like, I should be feeling something. Why am I wait a minute? Why am I not feeling anything? <laughs> <laughs> so I go for the third one and blast him again. And by this point, my adrenaline is completely worried or worn off because I'm worried at this point. Like, did I make this shit? And he hits me again, light as a feather. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I'm like, Dick. Fuck.
1: I got worked. <laughs> I got worked going into this match. I'm a fucking little mark out there in the ring like just <laughs> being a fan and like buying into the whole strong style shit and uh, no one's smarting me up I mean I guess you know they figure you're in the business you're smart enough like figure it the fuck out but god damn I felt like shit after everything was fine and he's, he's good with what's up what he said to you in the back oh maybe uh <laughs> maybe lighten <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
3: That sounds about right.
1: But like, dude. I was like, eh, yeah, okay. <laughs> that works for me. But yeah, I had no idea. You know what I mean? Like, uh just, I think, you know, the night before too, guys know when to turn it on, when when not to main event for a and Hall show and a title match. Yeah. You're going to turn it on. Yeah. <laughs> you know really what I mean, really. like you're going to make it count. You know, uh, I don't know if we were the main event or whatever, but whatever the match was for this show. I think it was, it was like a d it was like they had like an NXT show basically, and we were wrestling on this NXT show. Yeah, these guys aren't going to be blasting each other for Devin <laughs> just bringing the, the thunder all the way from fuck, the US. Dude. It was so bad. It was so. Bad. I was I I have relived that moment in my head so many times. And like you know when you like wake up in the middle of the night in a cold sweat and you're just like oh Jesus what happened? <laughs> I've done that so many times for that match and I... And there's a reason I haven't gone back. <laughs> back.
3: <laughs> oh, they're like, they're like, oh, oh, he's too stiff. Yeah, he's too like, stiff. no.
2: Wasn't there something I told you, Ted, to write down? Because Ted or because uh, 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 Devin brought it up. RoboCop.
1: What's up? With oh, those? RoboCop. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Did you know about this? No. Oh, okay. And I, now I'm like super interested. And, oh, yeah. He's
2: jealous as fuck right now. So yeah, man. Be. So,
1: I'm, yeah, it was a, a, a promotion in Arizona a long time ago now. I think it was called EXW Elite Extreme Wrestling. And I was involved in a tag match. And uh I don't even remember who I was tagging with. The guys we're tagging against had some kind of feud with The Office, I think. And the big... I don't know, payoff for this match was apparently RoboCop, which I had no idea about. But in the back, I see a guy walking around like doing the full on RoboCop thing. And I'm like, what the fuck is this? Like, you got a person who's like, oh yeah, he's in your match. After the match, uh, he's going to come out and like, you know, lay down his justice <laughs> he's gonna be he's gonna be the one who like uh is the enforcer for the match and like sends their i don't know they're gonna go out and he sends them back to the ring or You're something. shoot
3: everybody in the face like <laughs> <laughs> yeah so so
1: yeah during the match we're like okay and then the guy had his own like locker room he didn't talk to anyone so i'm just like okay, okay big he's time he's over it's, Robocop. Dude. it's big time He's bro. over yeah he's he's so the match happens and um I think I got chopped in the throat in the first three <laughs> seconds of the match, and I like, couldn't breathe. And then after that, I got it—I got one of my front tooth, chi- my front teeth chipped. So I was just fucking livid. And by the time we get to the RoboCop spot, I'd already forgot about because I was just like running my te- my tongue along my teeth, like God damn, do they really the fuck on my teeth? And then all of a sudden, I see RoboCop come to the ring and lay down his uh, his brand of justice, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> that was it so like I don't know why I don't even know I don't I don't know why it happened but so it happened up, it's dude. an indie show and it was a cool it was a cool uh, venue it was like um, it, was, it was where Dragon Gate ran Wrestlemania weekend a long time ago oh in Phoenix yeah uh, something theater it was like a big circular venue but um it's the first time i saw john
3: moxley wrestle at that oh really yeah and i thought he yeah. sucked not celebrity <laughs> theater? not celebrity theater I, I don't i can't remember huh but it was like because i we knew some people the uh kevin kleinrock i think hmm. you know like he got us in there and this was, was when john moxley was supposed to be like yeah everyone was like he was up and coming oh he's so great and we were sitting there watching like the fuck is so great about this guy really? yeah hmm. obviously i'm Completely wrong now. <laughs> like, had I had love a, him, I think he's great.
2: Good thing Chris is in a, is it a scout.
3: Ooh. I know. <laughs> good thing I turned down that AEW contract, so I don't have to work him after this. Dude,
1: that show, believe it or not, it was the only time I'd ever seen a legitimate scout at a show. Oh no shit! Um, in scout the, and Robocop. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I think it was my tag. I, I tagged signed. I tagged with the guy at the time. I think his name was Woody. And he was, like, a straight-up body guy, like, legit body guy. And I think it was Bill DeMott that was in the back and was, like, talking to him about a contract. And right. I had never seen, like, oh, these supposed scouts that show up to shows. And there was one doing his thing. Of course he wanted to
3: sign a body guy yeah. named Woody. <laughs> like,
1: come the fuck <laughs> on, man. But, yeah, that
3: was that was a weird experience.
1: I'm like, oh, this shit happens. Okay, cool.
3: Dude, how awesome would it have been? Remember when I used to do that amazing web gimmick? Mm-hmm. Dude, I wish me Amazing and Robocop, dude.
2: <clears throat> that was I, so ahead of
1: its time. So so ahead of its time.
2: I didn't know you when you were Amazing Web. And uh-huh. I didn't find out till down like a little bit in my career, like, oh, Chris used to do this fucking gimmick where he was a Spider-Man character. Yeah. So I looked it up on YouTube, and it's you and Yuma having a match. Nice. And I laughed my fucking ass off. You were great in that character. So I wish you
3: would bring it back. I mean, I tr- I tried to a SoCal Pro got shot down. Did you? Yeah, he promoter didn't hated that gimmick. So That's the thing. It's like every time I, I would um, have a gimmick change it's because the promoter hated it, and I and it and it was never something I like. I was it wasn't like oh I don't like it because like, even when I was at a uh, remember New Wave, mm-hmm. and you know not to dog on Trevor or Andy, like I would get over there with that and they hated it. And they would not want me to like really do things, you know. <laughs> and then uh, SoCal Pro, of course, it was over. Whenever I would do it, uh, didn't want me. To, he hated it. And it's like, okay, well, I guess I'll change my gimmick again to something else. Like, it's so weird though, because that stuff is so popular now. Everybody's cosplay now. I know what.
2: And you were doing that way back in the day, huh?
3: yeah, man. And it was just a uh, so how I got created. Is a there was a dude I knew who would make gear. He was like from Mexico. I can't remember his name, um, but it, he made that mask for me before my it's not very a hero, right. No, okay. different guy. Um, he made me a like fake Spider Man mask that I just was like, hey. He's like, I'll make you a mask because I used to hook him up with toys when I worked at KB Toys. And he's like, I was like, hey, make this mask for me. So he made my Chris the hammer Grady gear and this mask, and I just had this this mask, and it was before my very first wrestling match which was with uh, what was it called Saw mm-hmm. um, and it was Mike Rapata was running the promotion and we had this show at Barona and they're like hey we need another another face we're down a man and I was like well I got this mask came up with the gimmick on the spot and then we did this whole gimmick too where I would a uh, guy would be in the corner and I would shoot like web at his feet <laughs> and it was like invisible and people were like what's going on and I would pull it and dude would like bump out of the out of the corner dude every oh. single time it killed killed oh, that's what i mean like that stuff was
1: not popular back in the day that was maybe right before shikara or maybe right when shikara was starting to i guess take I, but but yeah. that wasn't a thing that wasn't a thing but no one did that kind no. of stuff and this was ahead of its time
3: and i you know it, it kind of sucks because that, that stuff is like that type of thing is popular now oh, what, yeah. what if i've been successful with it now who knows but i think you god damn yeah it's kind of I, like, I
2: just popped for that and I, I didn't even see it visually you guys that's were fucking hilarious really making me
3: uh, regret <laughs> being able to do that again no but um, yeah I mean that was a fun gimmick to do and then I tried for a while to do like web as a heel mm. that was gonna be the venomous web because mm. it was all was playing on a black Spider-Man man. yeah I, oh, had, I had it all made and then promoter was like no we're not gonna do it god. I'm like oh, ever you? so you had me spend money on this just killed. to tell me not to do it well, you know killed your dream whatever man that's why I draw
2: <laughs>
3: cuz fuck promoters I can just do whatever I want you know
1: That's cool man You looked at me and you saying the O'Grady thing Well
2: cuz you brought that up to me uh when when I said we're bringing Chris on mm. and you were like oh yeah he used to do the uh this uh Irish
3: thing right yeah.
2: And I didn't know that I had no I, the only thing I'd known about you is Amazing Web Destro and that's about it Yeah What's I was
3: cool? uh I was doing Chris the Hammer O'Grady and Amazing Web at the same time So oh, I was like on shows doing double duty like I was actually pretty good cardio shape like i would wrestle twice on shows uh-huh. and, and do like full matches you know so, but of course i was like chris the hammer O'Grady. like had a pea with like it was like boondock saints type of type of crap uh-huh. and i had a so my my logo was the house of pain logo but it just said chris the it just said hammer chris o'grady and it was like <laughs> the exact thing and it was i had it on a pea man did
2: you, did you go out to house of pain at all
3: i did yeah nice. yeah but it wasn't jump around it was uh um,
2: Boom, Sherlock, lock, lock, boom. No,
3: top of, no, gosh. Top of the morning too? I think it was was top of the morning. It was one of, it was one of the other ones. I can't really remember, but yeah. So I was doing that and the web. (laughs) That was your longest gimmick though, Grady, no? I mean, it's kind of relevant. Yeah, I guess I kind of did them inter, kind of interwovenly when I needed to. And then like at new wave, I was Chris Hammer, Grady. And then we did a whole thing where I got hit in the head with a chair and then, they did, and then they did like a little vignette where I was like in the, in the locker room and I was, they asked me like, Oh, who, who are you? Like asking me questions to make sure I was okay. And then all of a sudden I was like, I'm the amazing web. <laughs> like, like it was cool. It was cool. It, it, you know, um, that was very creative, like cool thing that we did with them. It just kind of as far as it went, like yeah, it's there, indie you know. wrestling, dude. Yeah. I mean, and this
1: is before social media, really. For the most part. Yeah. Maybe you had Facebook, maybe MySpace at the time.
3: Who the fuck? I mean, this was, I don't know how many years ago, 10 years ago, maybe even longer than that. And so much has changed with that, especially with social media Mm -hmm. these days. So it might've been cool now. I don't know. But yeah, cosplay is real big. It's like cosplay wrestling or whatever. Mm -hmm. Who knows who's training those kids, but anyway, but, uh, Big time, man. Yeah, I've had more gimmicks than than years wrestling. Well, then Rapata
1: was ahead of his time because he wanted to do like cartoon wrestling and shit. He was like, I want Cartman in the ring. I want Bart Simpson in the <laughs> ring. Like, when have you ever seen Bart Simpson in and Cartman. And you're like, I don't know, never. I hope I never do. No, 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 that'd be over. That'd be awesome. I mean I don't know if that's
3: ahead of its time, like <laughs>
1: But I mean that's what's going on now.
3: I mean, I guess. I mean yeah. I just think the way there's would, a market for it. You don't think there'd be a market? Sure. I mean there's a market now. for anything, you know what I mean? Like
1: back in the day we we're all rolling our eyes. Like, please shut up. Please well, stop talking about this.
3: I feel like someone that does what he wanted to do successfully and does it well is that go uh, um what does Mason do? Um Oh, Super Awesome Oh, Super showdown. Awesome Showdown, oh, yeah. yeah. Sorry, I couldn't remember it. Like, that's, like, that's kind of, yeah. like, off-kilter of that, and does it, I think, well. Like, they have a cool setup, and it's not the the traditional pro wrestling. It's more like characters and that type of thing, mm-hmm. you know?
1: Mike, b- yeah. before we shut it down, because I know, I know we're coming up on time here, I just, I wanted to bring this up <clears throat> with Hunter here, but, you know, he's got the coronavirus and couldn't make it. Yeah. So, um, something that happened with Stardom out in Japan, they had to... Uh, closed that they had to shut down a loop they had okay. to shut down like three or four or five shows including a cork and hall show and it was due to coronavirus concerns and they're doing the actual cork and hall show is gonna be a uh, an empty arena mat or empty arena show uh-huh. but for me I thought this is this is like some of the craziest stuff I've ever heard as far as like wrestling shutting down to a, a potential pandemic right like have you guys heard of anything yeah. like this other than maybe you know September 11th them wanting to shut down wrestling shows or no. sporting event. Like that's wild, that's right? Nuts. Like
2: how when big you, is this thing? When you showed me that and then showed me like how many dates they were canceling, I was like, God damn. Like that's,
3: that's a big deal over there. Well I like how they're still doing a you know, wrestler's gonna wrestle. They're still oh, in yeah, yeah, empty yeah. arena show. That's <laughs> sick, dude. That's sick. <laughs> like, all right, yeah, you guys we show must this. go on somehow. Do something, man. Yeah. But that's
1: wild, right? I mean like if, if that happened here, I feel like if that if if AEW or someone shut down a loop here or WW shut down a loop here, that would be worldwide news because oh they're concerned with the coronavirus affecting you know 5,000 people in an arena sure well I think so that's insane.
3: very responsible of the cultures of that over there you know what yeah. I mean I feel like in America would they really be that responsible to do that I you know stepping back I think that's that's the right thing to do. I would hope if that really got that bad over here that people would shut down shows. But that is wild that something like this is, like, affecting the whole world Yeah, the way it is. I mean. Well, it just it just, like, fuck the stock market today. Well, oh, yeah, yeah. It went 880 points or something yeah, like that. China's China's closed. Like, the country is closed. Like, no one's going to work. Like, these factories that we all depend on, like, Apple iPhones and all these things for. Pretty soon, like, Apple's probably going to be in the shit because they can't get their product or whatever. You know, all these people depend on China, man. Well,
1: yeah. think about this. China's about to go into a massive recession, right? They don't have people at work. They can't export their products. They can't export their products. What's that, Tad? you good? It's a
4: fucking wrestling podcast. No, <laughs> about about yeah, 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 but, but just think about this. Uh, hey, hey, what then, the fuck? hey, I'm
1: trying to work MKW and I can't work there if the fucking country's closed down, all right? Okay, I'm sorry. What is it? Middle Kingdom Wrestling? What I have down? no idea. I've never heard of it. MKW? They're the ones with the AEW deal. What the fuck is that? Lord of the I Rings? I was OEW. Yeah, oh, is that at it? All. Who's MKW? Say, no idea. There's another oh, one. Okay, OEW. OWE. OWE. Is
2: that what the bonus Boys were?
1: Yeah Oh, what's yeah. well, there's Middle Kingdom Wrestling is out there too. I think Middle Earth Wrestling. Middle, I don't know. Whatever you're trying to work. I'm trying to work <laughs> WWE. I'm trying to work LWE. No, China. I just think it's crazy that yeah, yeah, yeah. They're about they're shut down. They're gonna have a massive recession. Sure. It's gonna affect the rest of the world because they're the biggest economy right now, or one of the biggest economies. So that shit's coming. You're yeah. ready for your pay to get cut in half, bro. Shit. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> Sorry, boys. Yeah. The house was a little light. A little light, guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because of,
3: because of China, half the people are here. I Not mean, because you're shitty booking.
4: <laughs> Devin's trying to get booked on MSNBC after this. I so know. Give us a call, right?
3: You're, yeah. Uh, hey, it was a good it was a good segue. Was, be, uh, no,
1: I know it's it's on it's top of my head because he was talking about the the stock market going uh, down.
2: You're going to be MSNBC's uh, Tyrus, right? Isn't it a uh, is what? Remember, what? He's, he he uh, remember uh, is it Tyrus? I have no
1: idea. He's talking
3: about the it. the, uh,
1: the
2: Funkadelics. Yeah, oh, what's
3: Funkadactyl? Yeah, you remember what was his name? It's uh, See, no one can remember his name. He he, he's
1: he's a remember he's a wrestler, but now he's he he works for uh Fox. Yeah, no, but he got burned because he like sexually harassed some chick. Yep. Don't compare me to so, him. Hope Devin ain't gonna hey, be, yeah, that I didn't I didn't be that about, guy. I didn't hear about that. Happily married. I didn't hear about that. Oh, no.
2: yeah. What the hell was his GBL. name? Oh, awesome yeah, yeah, Fox he knew his JBL. Oh yeah, you he's the JBL. Yeah, stock market
3: guy. I'm just saying, man. It's a thing. Yeah. You know Whatever. Be a contributor, get that money. I can't wait. It's, it's <laughs> can't, all work anyway, right? I, I can't wait for Ted just to edit out that whole section. I know. <laughs> He's uh, like, it's market. a wrestling podcast. Well, listen, Fuck listen, all this listen. Shit.
1: We're about to sell thousands of Hogsman T-shirts thousands. on ProWrestlingTees.com backslash American Kaiju, and once we do, we can start investing that stuff in the stock market. There you go. <laughs> sure. Buy low, buy low, Maybe. brother. <laughs> buy low, yeah. Uh, Which is never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where you're going with it. But I'm glad you stopped. I'm gonna say, yeah.
2: <laughs> we gonna start going home? Yeah, let's take it home. You got anything? Uh, anything else you want? You want to push anything? Just your your website. Yeah. Or again, one more time.
3: Just my Instagram, Chris Terry Draws. My Etsy, Chris Terry Draws. Uh, Twitter, Chris Terry Art. And then I'll be at uh, San Diego Comic Fest on uh, March 6th through the 8th coming up. It's at the Four Point Sheraton in San Diego. So if you're local, be oh, there. I've been there. Um, other than that you know I, I always sell prints I got all kinds of artwork I always put up there uh, I always do commissions I'll do wrestlers t-shirts if they're willing to pay w- the amount that <laughs> that I can <laughs> yeah. I mean I get it I, but I work with wrestlers too I understand like you got your fee brother yeah you got your fee but also too you know I understand that a lot of these guys aren't making as much as they they need to be so I'm willing to work with people so don't be afraid to reach out to me uh, if you need something, just don't you dare think you're gonna get a predator parody shirt. I mean, if that's what you want, you're gonna get paid. You're gonna, you're gonna pay me the same amount. And It'll take me ten minutes. But uh, but yeah, um, just just my Instagram. I like, when I first put
2: that shirt out, you immediately like texted me like the predator motherfucker. <laughs> I was so upset. I was like that. I hope you didn't pay for that. Chris is also the guy when he found out we were doing this. Messaged me something. <laughs> What'd you say? Hard <laughs> to say. What'd I like, say? Nope. And you're like, nah. And then I'm like, you don't want to be a guest? And he goes, All right, I'd be a guest. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean I always give you guys I always give him you, shit. You're a, wrestler,
2: you're a wrestler at heart, brother. You need that
3: time. You need that platform. Yeah, I got to, you know? Yes. Plus you help you guys out, me being on here. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's
2: right. We're We're trying licks. Licks. <laughs> give us those
1: clicks. Speaking of clicks, speaking of listens, at Hogsman Pod on Instagram, at Hogsman Pod on Twitter, so we can find us. We're gotcha. also on, uh, we're also on uh, iTunes or sorry, Apple Podcast, Spotify, uh, TuneIn. That's a new one for me. Google Podcasts. Anything else? Ted is doing big things for us. Yeah, Dude, we're pushing on it.
4: Acast, Overcast has it now. We're, we're pushing out to most platforms, so wherever you listen is the generic way to phrase it.
1: Wherever that. you listen, get on board. What else you got for us, man, real quick? Because you didn't say anything this entire episode. Tell us something. I just want to
4: say shout-out Chris Bay, who got signed. Or I don't know if I'm saying oh, that hey, right. He got picked up by Impact. That guy's over for sure, I mm.
1: It's probably from that match you had. It's probably from the match. I put him over. I gave him the belt. Good job. Um, I just told the company, I'm like, look, it's not my time anymore is chris's time she'd probably give them he's he's not you know i feel like if you give this to him he's gonna have a meteoric rise and what what three months later you got signed so you're welcome chris all the best uh <laughs>
4: what about this weekend you <laughs> we guys we working this weekend
1: uh unemployed. This, 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 un- unemployed why you gotta do this why you gotta yeah, fucking do that, do that. we would have told you damn it what's that that's march 7th yeah, are you booked it no no, no i'm booked on another show
4: put it together oh friggin' z1 right yeah That's i'm in the z1
1: up. tournament you can see the promo online i think zealot pro uh posted the promo but, i put
4: it in our story instagram story
1: okay cool give me something else promote yourself real quick ted you don't do enough for yourself
4: uh at ted woods on instagram follow me i mean i post pictures of my rabbit and i work at the <laughs> i'd like to say i work for the san diego zoo safari park so come on down dot org. contribute be a hero for wildlife shout out what up
1: damn there you go
2: uh, yeah and then uh, I just confirmed March 15th I'll be back up at West Coast Pro uh, or West Coast Wrestling Connection up in uh, Salem Oregon I'll be taking on uh, um, Darren Corbin who's one of the fucking best wrestlers ever I almost quit wrestling until I had a match with him mm. that's save that for is. next time I'll tell you about it next time I, next I wish time. I would have had my match with that dude dude he's the best he's the best we'll talk about it next time uh, but that's about it um, thank you to Ten Barrel uh, once again <laughs> Uh, and thanks again, Level Up Pro Wrestling, for letting us do that uh, do this uh, podcast here. And that's gonna do it, right? That's it. We that's it for this episode of the Hogs. Hogsman Podcast presents Talk to the Hogs. Uh, if you think you're gonna get the tip, you gotta take the whole hog. Adios.
1: I
4: got big balls.